Welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. I'm Ben. I'm Colin. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the show. This will be our last episode of the year. Ben, how was your Christmas, sir? Wonderful. Wonderful. I got exactly what I asked for. A knife and a wallet. Well, that's awesome. Oh, you you got your uh, you got your wallet with the uh, Green Bay Packers thing on it. That is correct. That is correct. What is kind of kid toys did you get? Uh, well, uh, I got. Um, let's see. I got actually. I got a uh, <laughs> a chocolate milk set. I'm sitting right here and looking at it. It comes with uh, Nesquik chocolate syrup and some. Uh, oh boy! Little spoons. I love it. And then um, I got a. It's a, it's a, it's a, have you ever seen these knockoff Lego sets? Uh, well, I've seen like ones for kids and then I've seen like, what, what, what are they called? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's from Foco.com, you know, the website, the sports website. I don't know what it's, what they're like called. A, I thought there was an official like fake brand, but go ahead though. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I do well, know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Well, this, this, so April got me a, a, one of these Lego sets. It's actually, it's Bush stadium and, um, boy, it's, it's very, very, very cool. But these pieces, Ben, when I say they're small, I mean, they are the smallest things. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could show everybody at home. They are the tiniest, tiniest Lego pieces, or I'm sorry, non Lego pieces I've ever seen in my life. And I don't know how I'm ever going to get this thing together because the, there's there's only like eight steps to the instructions, <laughs> and and all the pieces, like I said, are just minuscule. Like you need a microscope to put this thing together. Uh, it's it's going to be a task. Have you seen um Have you seen the artwork on Facebook or whatever they've been uh, advertising lately? Like where like they do a stadium like Bush Stadium out of like the players' names. You know, oh like, no, that uh, sounds cool. Yeah, well, that's what Katie got me. She got me like a a piece of art that goes up on the wall, and it's a uh, Lambeau Field, but it's all it's nineteen nineteen to two thousand seventeen. All the Packers names make up the artwork of Lambeau Field and the crowd oh. and the field and everything. So it's pretty yeah, cool. That's really neat. Yeah, that's really neat. It sounds like it, it'll be a lot less frustrating than my uh, <laughs> uh, knockoff Lego set. Well, I'm a little older than you, I guess, but. You know, whatever. <laughs> Legos whatever. and milk is what you got so yeah, far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got a a blues jersey for my mom that I've got to take back and switch it out with another one. Uh, because there's two like very similar ones, and April sent her the wrong one, so I'm gonna blame April on that one. Uh, what? A, uh, yeah. Well, that's okay. It's not a big deal. I mean, um. Let's see. Uh, we got the my ten game Cardinal package again this year. We're in left field this year instead of right, so that might be pretty cool. Let's so uh, again. All those games you go to, your seats are the same. Yes. Yeah, it's close as I'll ever get to being a season pass or a season ticket holder. Why do you say that? Because season tickets are hella expensive and i'm not i don't live really are they really i mean like oh yeah yeah they're i mean they're in the thousands of dollars yeah oh yeah well i just figured like for six what is it no it's 81 games right uh yeah yeah give it well give it uh yeah give or take give or take yeah i figured they would have like a 41 or 40 game package like where you could go to like be a half season ticket holder you know like yeah i wonder what the odds what wonder what the like for base, I mean, football, it's astronomical how many people are season ticket holders because there's only right. eight home games, only eight home games. You know, that's how important oh, it yeah. is to be a season ticket holder for football. And even less for college, there's like four or five for college. Right. But um, I just wonder what the ratio is on MLB uh, because of so many games. I mean, you would have to almost think you're, you'd have to live in town to be a full season ticket holder and actually get your money's worth out of it. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, which that's another thing too, is like, I was, since we live what two and a half hours away, uh, it's just, it's not in some of those it's games. Not are doable, day games right? it's, yeah. It's I mean, well, I mean, heck, even, even this little 10 game package, I can only go to six of them. So, oh, you know, really? it's, yeah. Which I mean, the good, the good news is though, is that, we try to we try to plan it out to where they're all promo nights, you know, where you get stuff. Um, so we yeah. we we try that, and then of course there's there's a 
plethora of people that I know that will will take the tickets if we if we can't make it to a game. So, I mean, it works out. Um, you, you give the tickets away or you sell them? No, I I give them away. I mean, because because at the end wow, of the day, well, at, at the end of, at the end of the day, I mean, the the tickets you could just buy a ticket up kind of where we're at for like twenty bucks. So it's like no, I well, just I guess that's it. what I was getting at about it being ultra expensive for season tickets because I understand again college football NFL those are a limited number of games so I could see those being thousands of dollars but like sure. I figure baseball like with it being 81 games or whatever that you have a chance to go to I figure it might be six seven hundred dollars for a couple tickets but I mean uh, I no, guess because it's, it's 81 games yeah it's it's so many games and it also greatly depends on how close you are too obviously I mean because just for a single game shoot, you can range anywhere from eight dollar bleacher seats to two hundred and eighty dollars behind, you know, behind home plate. I mean, it's depending more, on who they play, right? Depending on who they play and you know where they are in the season and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of variables with that whole thing. But is there? Would you say that the Cardinals' most expensive ticket is Cubs games? Probably. Um, I'm sure it's way up there. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've kind of noticed that they do jack them up a little bit for, for Cubs games, uh, for Braves games, you know, just kind of the, the, the local, the local teams, not Kansas city, just cause they're not great. That's why we changed the, uh, that's why I'm changing our mascot this year on, uh, with T-ball. That's why I'm, I'm going with the Jays instead of the Royals. So, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause well, we've been the, we've been the Royals for, you know what three seasons now i guess and i mean and as much as i like like being the royals you know i was like well they didn't do so hot last year and this year and so i was like all right well let's let's keep the colors though and so let's just let them go with the blue jays instead so so you have officially you can announce today that you've signed another extension to be the coach for another season is that what you're, is that what <laughs> yeah, you're saying yeah absolutely yeah i will be there next season absolutely okay. <laughs> this is a ben and colin show exclusive that colin is officially <laughs> The head coach of the uh, Metropolis Jays. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, are you going to keep your Are you going to keep your staff, or are you going to hire a new staff? Uh, we've got another guy coming on this season, so that's pretty exciting. He's going to. Oh, probably... so you fired somebody? I didn't fire anybody. No, we're just uh, we're, we're like you said, we're 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 you know. We're adding on, man. We're we're expanding our our oh, staff. I thought you were so. going to say you mutually parted ways with like your defensive coordinator or something. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. Boy, you know what? Speaking of defensive coordinators, um, I, ugh, uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs, man. Um, I can't believe you brought it up first. I was going to bring it up. I know. Go I'm ahead. Sorry, and I don't I'm, like I'm, talking. I, I want to hear. I, no, 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 no. I want to hear it. Uh. uh I, you know, and, and this is a very controversial statement, and I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Um, I feel like, and again, I, for all the viewers out there that don't know, I'm a very, very, very shallow, casual, new football fan, okay? So I, all I know is what I've kind of seen this year, what I've tried to keep up with. It feels like to me that here the past, well, I don't know however many games they've lost, I guess, in a row – that Patrick Mahomes is just running out of gas. I'll I'll just I'll tell you. I'll just say it. He he's not he's not passing the ball. Of course, his wide receivers aren't catching the ball, but he just and he's he's just whining over everything. And I know a lot of people will agree with me on that. Um, but it's just it's 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 hard to watch such a great player because I mean you know we can all admit he's a good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Um, but he just. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. He he just I don't know. I just I feel like he, I don't know if it's the pressure. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just the season dragging on cuz I mean he doesn't really have in that I can think of any real bad injuries. He just he's just falling apart. I don't know. So tell me what's your take on it? Uh, well, I appreciate your honesty first of all. Sure. But, yeah. I mean, I can... uh, did you get that TikTok that I sent you of the Detroit Lions winning against the Vikings and Kirk Cousins went up to him and he was like, congratulations on all your success, man. You got many years to come. Way to go, brother. And all that. I was like, <laughs> I think I've got to send this to Colin, you know, yeah. just because oh, I you're love just Kirk watching Cousins. that quarterback. Yeah. Well, you're watching that quarterback show, you know, and I was like, yeah, we finished it this because yeah, he, we, we finished it. Yeah. Uh, okay. We finished it in uh, well, here's, uh, here's, the, plane. here's my take on it. And, um, 
I've never the only other baby I've seen react the way that they have is Tom Brady. And oh, really? Your team, I'm going to call them your team. That's fine. Because that, you know, like I said, that's it's your favorite team. Um, it's like spreading now, and it all starts with your leader, which is Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing Travis Kelsey slam his helmet on the sidelines and throw baby fits, and yeah. Uh, Boy, that was pretty man, cool, I'm by the way, you. wasn't it? That was pretty cool when at Andy Reid was all like, "Don't give him his helmet back." That was that was pretty. That was pretty oh, I know. Sweet. I, that was cool. I love man. Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid, and and you know they're they're playing it off really professional and well because like they asked him about it after the game. I don't know if you saw the press conference, but he was like, "Is there any beef between you and Travis Kelsey?" He's like, "I love Travis Kelsey." And matter of fact, he went back out there after I had a talk with him and he played his yeah. butt off or whatever. Yeah, Travis Kelsey admits that he's like, "No, I didn't really play well, but I but I love my coach and I appreciate it." So they're they're handling it really well. Uh, we'll get to my team in a minute, but um, you're you're gonna lose games. I, I mean, yeah. that's just part of it. I don't care how good you are. There, there's a the, the greatest quote in football is any given Sunday. I mean, you could lose to the worst team in the league, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, but to say all that, no, Patrick Mahomes is not losing anything. He's just it, you just go through a rut every now and then, and he's still arguably the best quarterback in the current league right now. You know, I'm, I'm not going to give him top five status of all time just yet i'm not gonna yeah put, no, the people no. are putting that crown on him and i'm not doing that crap you know it's that's ridiculous to say that just because i mean people win super bowls okay like that's not the end all be all you know right. I, I know that everybody wants to say well tom brady's the greatest of all time well why though well because he's got seven super bowl rings well, well that that's a huge chunk of it okay i'm not gonna sure. sit there and say it's not but the guy has the stats he has because he played 23 years. I mean, like if he would have quit at year 17, he wouldn't have the Peyton Manning uh, stats. He wouldn't have the Brett Favre stats, the Dan Marino stats. You know what I'm saying? So let's not go crazy about Super Bowl rings, first of all. And then second of all, Patrick Mahomes is still only like 27, 28, 29, whatever he is. I don't even know if he's 30 yet. Yeah, he's not. I think he's he's 27, I think, is how old he is now. Okay, so, man, that dude has at least another 10, at least another 10 years left. Yeah. Yeah. And and with the way science and medicine is today, he'll play beyond that probably. So he'll end up being in the top five, top 10, somewhere around there. But let's not do it yet. You know, that's what the media does, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's throwing some balls in the dirt. His receivers are not catching the ball, which that's the probably the biggest problem, if I'm being honest, is that his receivers mm-hmm. are unreliable. Uh the only one he has is Travis Kelsey, who's hundred percent like a lock that you can you know he's gonna catch it if he throws it to him. But even he's struggling because defenses are catching on that. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. So you're gonna bounce back. Your your team's gonna bounce back, but it's too late. They're they're not I I predict that they are not going to go very far in the playoffs. They've already lost their number one, number two. Uh, number one, number two seed status. There's no way they're going to be number one, number two. Yeah. So they'll have one home game. They'll have one home game. And I think as far as I can remember, I'm not sure. I'm probably wrong. Somebody's going to fact check me. But I don't think they've played on the road yet in his playoff career. I think all of it. I, 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 man, well, if not, it's only been one or two. You know what I'm saying? Like he's right. only played a couple away. Right. So they've had extreme success at Kansas City, and they're not going to be at Kansas City because Miami and Baltimore are for real. Yeah. And they're playing this Sunday, and I believe you're going to be watching a preview of the AFC Championship. I think um, so. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Baltimore is probably going to be the representative of the AFC in the Super Bowl, and then I think the NFC, now we can talk about my team. Uh, my... Um, my take on Sunday for me was we won by three points and mm-hmm. it was the worst team in the league. Like I said, any given Sunday, but, but, uh, our defense, it's not our offense. It's our defense is horrendously horrible. I believe Colin could go and throw for 250 <laughs> yards on the Green Bay <laughs> Packers defense. Um, you could probably, I mean, I, I you know, I, I just, I have no faith in our defense whatsoever. And I hope some way, somehow somebody's hearing this on the defense. <laughs> they're they're going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to prove that. I'm going to put a little nerd wrong. But anyway, uh, that's not going to happen. But anyway, um, we're 
we're we have somehow, some way, and I know I'm this is me doing this early again, but this season has proved to me that Jordan Love is a good quarterback. Sure. We'll see how he does next year. And that'll be like that'll be the official thing. But so far, I think he's earned another year and a contract extension. But I'm not so quick to say he's the next franchise yet. I mean, he's getting there and he's gonna he, he's doing well. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh our offense is not the problem, our defense is the problem. If we lose this Sunday here in two days to Minnesota at Minnesota, which is a rookie quarterback we're going up against. He's probably gonna pass for four hundred and fifty yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> um if we lose, we're out. If we win, we still we're still in the hunt, but this is our official elimination game coming up Sunday and we'll see what happens. But, uh, I, I predict this is, uh, Ben's predictions. You can get on FanDuel and bet your money right now. And <laughs> I think it will be the Baltimore Ravens versus the Miami Dolphins or, uh, Buffalo might squeak in there. But anyway, I think it's Baltimore that wins the AFC. And then I think the NFC championship is going to be the Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers. And I think the 49ers are going to beat the Cowboys. And then I think the 49ers are going to beat the Ravens at the Super Bowl. All right. Well, you heard it here first, kids. Um, 49ers. That's my prediction. 49ers for the Super Bowl. Him and his him and his switchblade there. Uh, is it spring-loaded? That's spring-loaded, ain't it? I'm assuming so. I can't, I'm not going to take the screws off of it and everything. But, yeah. <laughs> As I say, that blade would just pop out and fly across the room. Um Let's see what else. Oh, it uh, froze up on me. I don't know if you can you still hear me. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so the cruise, the cruise went great. We we went on a cruise right before Christmas. It was it was really good. Um, had a had a great time with Ocho Rios, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel, and that was all. That was all really good. Didn't get to didn't get to feed the stingrays like I was hoping we'd get to. But, so you uh, you came back December twenty third. Yeah, we we got back uh, okay. back in town about seven. So was that o'clock a ten day and... cruise? No, 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 no. It was just a. It was a seven. It was a seven. Oh, but because of the flights and stuff, it, that took a day too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we okay. went the okay. day before, and but yeah, no, it was. This um, was, it was you, good. your wife, your kids, and your in laws. Yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. Every cool. bit, every bit. I saw the, the I saw the seventy eight pictures you posted. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had I had a photo dump of uh, Christmas and, and I know, the cruise just, and everything. So, easy, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it was good. The only the only real the only real um, the only real bad part, I guess, was we went we had a uh, shore excursion for Grand Cayman planned, where we were going to do a stingray and turtle. Uh, what was the name of it? Stingray and turtle uh, observation discovery. I don't remember what they called it, but anyway, where they take you out in the ocean there and you into, you know, like knee deep water and you could hold, you know, food out for these stingrays and they, you know, glide over your hand and suck it out of, out of, out of your hand. And that I've done it before, but nobody else that I went with had. And so we were all really looking forward to that, but the water ended up being too rough and they canceled that part of the tour. So we were pretty, Oh, well, so we were disappointed with that. And they gave us a, they, they, they said on the pier, they or on the, you know, on the pier after we got off and they were, uh, after we got off the boat, they were explaining to everybody. They said, "All right, well, um, we got to cancel this today because the water's too rough, but we'll give adults a thirty-three percent discount, and we'll give kids a forty-two percent discount." And I'm thinking, "Oh, well, that's pretty good." Well, anyway, we get back to our cabin that day, and they just gave us the whole thing for free, which I thought was pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. I don't know if it was, yeah. I don't know if it was a clerical error or what, but we we ended up going on that tour for free, and we honestly had a great time. We went to this uh, tur- sea turtle conservatory thing where they raise and hatch and release uh, sea turtles, and that was that was actually really cool. We spent about three four hours there, and I mean, it's you think, oh man, what would you possibly do at that one of those things for four hours? But there was honestly quite a bit. It was kind of a whole park. They had a shark talk and a bunch of other stuff. So. It's really time cool. flies, man, when you're doing stuff like that, you know. Um, it does. So I, it does. I, I absolutely see where you can spend two or three. I mean, like, I remember when me and Adam went to Green Bay this last time, we stood there at the car, <clears throat> the garage where the players come out. And like before mm-hmm. we had even known it, it, it had been two hours. And we were like, oh, oh yeah. crap. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I get it. Um, so, uh, who went on the excursion? Just you and your son? No, we all went. Yeah, we all went. All okay. six of us. Yep. Yep. We all we all kind of stuck together but, the entire time and it was good. 
Okay. All right. Well, uh, so you've, you've, uh, not been to the movies lately. Actually, um, I've seen Wonka and Aquaman, um, on the, uh, the, the oh, boat, had, the boat okay. had an IMAX theater on it. And so we okay. went and saw both those. And, <clears throat> now do you have uh, to pay for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's extra. Um, it's, it's, it's an extra cost, but what'd you, have you, have you seen anything? We went on Christmas night and saw Migration. How was it? It was really good. Really? It was really good. I mean, it, it, I was, yep, hands off uh, or uh, applause to uh, Illumination or DreamWorks, whatever they're called. Um, fun movie. Yeah, it was wow. a good movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was it was lighthearted. It was, there was absolutely zero agenda. There was no stupid characters and bull crap uh, preached to you there was no like i mean i didn't know what to expect there it's about i mean for those that don't know it's a it's a animated movie about ducks and the dad <laughs> duck is a really uh what no it's just it's just an animated movie about ducks <laughs> it, it is i mean, it oh, is. no i know yeah i know uh, i know it <laughs> but the dad is uh very scared and like he lives his life very uh, sheltered and like oh no. you know so they've never migrated because mm. he just he's too chicken he's too like nervous to leave the pond that they have okay and um this other group of ducks flies in and like lands at their pond for just a few hours or whatever it is and uh the boy duck the son meets a girl and he's like hey um whatever his name was i can't remember all the names but she says are you migrating with us we're going to jamaica and then like he's like yeah yeah we're gonna come you know and he tries to ask his dad and the wife tries to convince the dad and all that. And then they're, they're all like, you know, he shuts them down. And the next thing you know, that he has a heartfelt moment where he's like, let's go. And they fly the wrong way. They go to New York. <laughs> and uh, anyway, the, it, it, the, the fun ensues, but it's, it's a good movie. It really is. If you have kids, go see it because it's fun to watch. And it's not, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, like I said, it's not, uh, there's no bull crap in it. You know, like the, I, I thought there'd be like moments where they'd be like, hunters and guns are bad you know or whatever yeah. and yeah, just whatever it doesn't even matter there was just nothing it was just a family movie about a family getting along surving together and getting to their ultimate goal you know so yeah it was that's good cool. i like yeah, it the cool. boys the boys the boys went and saw aquaman what they think uh, they said it was our well to keep in mind which you're kind of on their level i guess uh 13 and 9 they yeah. uh they liked it they liked it, but I was like, I said, well, I'm sure if I'm sure if Colin was here, he'd probably agree with you. <laughs> um, it was, it was, I'll, I'll say it was okay. Um, there was a lot of really kind of, there were some dumb moments. Uh, like I, like I, I mean, first of all, Amber Heard is barely in it. Uh, obviously with all the Johnny Depp stuff and all that stuff. Um, she was a very major character on the first one. So they just kind of, for those that don't know about Amber Heard, she's the one that poo pooed in Johnny Depp's bed. <laughs> yeah that is exactly right but um i have but to no, do that sometimes when people don't might not know who you're talking about <laughs> that's all right man that's all right but yeah no um but but patrick wilson's back as as uh prince orma uh ocean master or whatever and then the guy that got to play uh, uh black banta's back he's boy he's he's i like him like as an actor i think he's a good actor uh it, it's the same guy it's the same yeah. guy yeah I, didn't, yep. I thought they changed i thought they changed actors i didn't know that yeah, and then um, of course, well, Jason Momoa, in all honesty, was not in it very much at all. I didn't think it was weird, but no. Here's here's the thing that bugged me the most about the movie. So in the movie, Black Manta has this submarine, right, and it's got this uh, sonic blaster on the bottom end of it, and so this sonic blaster again is on the bottom of the sub, right? So it can literally yeah. only shoot in a 180 degree range. Well, I guess if you want to get 3d about it, you know, just the bottom half of a globe basically underneath it. So it's the only thing that Atlanteans are like super sensitive to. So of course they come at it from the bottom every single time and get blasted by it every single time. And I told April, I said, why would they just not come at it from the top? I mean, I don't know, man, that just, crawled all over me that was one of those details oh it was just so frustrating it was so frustrating well 
I, I I totally understand, but that's exactly why I sent you that one Instagram where they make a Star Wars cake and they're it's a it's a Millennium yeah. Falcon, but they put Darth Vader on top of it and play the Imperial March. And I was like, I looked at the comments and everybody was like, "Why are they playing the Imperial March with the Millennium?" <laughs> I was like, "That's this is so Colin. This is so Colin because yes. like you just you find a, you find a reason to dissect something, and, oh. and yet you're still positive. You're still positive." I will I will say of the two movies that we saw, I enjoyed Wonka more. Um I am I heard good reviews from Wonka. Well, I, I'm about as far from a Timothy Chalamet fan as it gets. I don't like him. I think he's very wormy looking. Um and like you okay. say, for, for those of you that don't know, Timothy Chalamet is from Dune part one and two coming out this March. <laughs> and um uh, <laughs> You're still my bit. Don't they'll still don't steal sorry, my bit from sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. Um but uh sorry, my, my clock's going off. I'm giving it a second. Nah, I, I, you can only hear it for a second. Go ahead. So this movie is basically the origin story of Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. It was not Johnny Depp. They 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 didn't do that one at all. Um but it's you know, and then they so let's face it, that was weird. That was just a weird movie, and like, I like weird movies. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a little too weird for me because I think it was like we already had the Willy Wonka from the seventies, you know. Yeah. And I think everybody had their, their expectations and and what <clears throat> excuse me, and what to expect from that. And of course, Johnny Depp and Tim Burton together just are so great, but weird, you yeah, know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Um, it's a musical, which I mean, the oh, yeah. modern. So I mean, it's it's got a lot of songs in it. But no, I thought it was good. At the uh, the chocolate cartel thing is pretty funny. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is uh, he plays the uh, I guess the captain of the police. He's pretty funny because he's being blackmailed the entire movie with chocolate from this chocolate cartel and. You see this stuff uh, in the preview. That's why I'm not saying it. But every time you see him, he's a little fatter because he just keeps eating chocolate. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. But um, but no, yeah. it's it's you know, and it's it's a little whimsical because they got the this hover chalk stuff, which like makes you fly. And you know, it's just it's it's kind of a magical film. There's some stuff, and but but no, I mean overall, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Chalamet, I thought did did a good job, and then Hugh Grant as uh, the Oompa Loompa, that was pretty funny. Uh, was there only one of them? Yes, yeah, there was only one of them. Which, which, which he talks about Loompa Land, you know, and 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 there's like a little flashback showing how he got to where he was and all that stuff. But so it shows, I think, like three more Oompa Loompas. But yeah, that's it. And he sings a he huh. sings an Oompa Loompa song, and it's the same it's the same tune as the Gene Wilder movie. And so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, there, there was, there was absolutely some throwbacks and stuff and like, and there's little things like I noticed, like it, um, at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Wonka is walking down these steps and he's just walking down steps. He's not doing anything. You know, it's, it's, they don't even, they don't even draw attention to it, but he's walking down these steps and then he steps back two or three steps, just like he did, you know, just like Gene Wilder did in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And I was like, oh, that is such a cool detail that if you're not looking for it, you'll just totally miss it, you know. And and I just I love stuff like that, like little callbacks and stuff like that. I think it's very, 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 very neat. And that movie was was pretty, pretty full of them. So was chock full of them. Not really, really. So, um. A, uh, a, a guy that used to work at Best Buy is now laying fiber optic cable for a, a local internet company. And he was talking about how they've just completely wired up the entirety of Metropolis. And so those of you that Uh-oh. don't know, yeah, so those of you that don't know, fiber optic is easily the fastest cable you can get. So he put on Facebook here recently, it said, uh, a woman asked him if you if she could get eight megabytes a second, which now my internet is super slow, and on a good day I'll get twenty. Okay, and I was gonna say that, that that's yeah. been nice. <laughs> yeah, on a good day, yeah. And so, so he, he this woman he said asked him if she could get eight eight megabytes a second. He said more like a thousand. And yeah, I'm like okay. So I message I commented on his post and I said okay for real. When are you going to get out here to, you know, behind the country club? 
And he said that apparently we are, quote, high on the list, which I've been hearing for years. And he said that the reason, <clears throat> excuse me, golly, the reason that they haven't the been trouble, I don't know why, but I, yeah, I know uh, the reason that yeah. they haven't been out here yet is because it, it is so expensive to bury the fiber optic line. And, okay, uh, you know, I all right, I get that, but come on. I mean, you're not going to make that money back tenfold from your bill monthly. You well, know, I told everybody's going to do it, too. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, that's what I told him because we live kind of next to a pretty busy subdivision. And I, I told the guy, I said, you need to try to convince your higher-ups that if you get that out here, you would have a plethora of people that would sign up for it yeah. and pay willingly over $50 a month at least yes. for this internet. Yes. Cause all we have right now is crap, you know? And, and he Amen. said, you know, I get you it, know. but yeah. Oh yeah. You're exactly right though. They wouldn't make that money back tenfold, which he said it'd well, be in the seven digits to get it buried and out here, which I don't know how true that is, but I don't here's know. The it's deal. crazy. Think about it think about this like just think about how insanely crazy these numbers are netflix has like how many millions of subscribers mm -hmm. like it's in the dozens right like you know it's it's in the you know the double digits or whatever oh. millions yeah yeah easy and think about that my netflix account is like 24 dollars a month plus tax you know yeah so they're making excuse me they're making so many millions a month. Oh, yeah. A month. And they're going to tell you, like, I know that's not the internet. I'm just making a statement, though. You're going to tell me that, like, Metropolis hears that they're going to get fiber optic and nobody's going to go for that when they have your internet style right there where, like, you can barely yeah. have a, a podcast conversation without it freezing up, you know? Right. That's insane, dude. And, and yeah, I don't know. I think, see, I mean, Businesses just get so greedy nowadays. I don't understand like why profit is not good enough. You know, like it's not just like, hey, we made eighty three million dollars last year, but we can make ninety, mm -hmm. or you know, or you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I know, I know that I'm not in a CEO situation. I'm not in a, uh, I don't have like five homes where I can travel all over the world and you know get bonuses of millions of dollars. But at the same time, if I was a business owner. I would want to do well for my employees as well, you know, and yeah, oh yeah. knowing that, like you said, if it was seven figures to, to lay that line in Metropolis, but we could get uh, 500 new customers out of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that would pay for itself well within a year or two, you know, and then, oh, then you're easy. making nothing but profit, you know? Well, well, see, and here's uh, the thing so, too. I, I wonder, I, I wonder too, though, like if they're doing their projections based on like Metropolis. So like the problem is, is in town, they've also, you know what your population is, uh, it's right around, I think it's right around 65, 7,000 people. And so, okay. so the problem is that Metropolis has had access to Xfinity for a long time. So for them, switching to fiber optic might not be just the massive leap it would be for all of us out here in the country, you know. Um but but you can't get Xfinity? No. No, they won't run it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I can't even get listen yeah. to this. You know this this uh Verizon uh what is it? Fios or whatever they're calling it, the the satellite yeah, 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 those little, I can't even, I can't even get that. Whatever you call. I, I I can't even get that. And you have Verizon at your home, right? You, you're yeah. at your cell phone. Yeah. Well, see, that's the weird thing. Though. <clears throat> I can't get the the Verizon either, though. It's not available in my area yet either. And it's satellite, so why the but, heck but, not? They don't even have to run anything. I don't, I don't, I don't but, understand. But, but I keep getting those I, – I get those email offers where it's like, hey, with your cell phone bill, you can add Verizon unlimited internet for 10 bucks. I'm like, why wouldn't I do that? You know, and then – because my cell phone – or my internet bill is $100, you know, but oh, I have yeah. unlimited. It's actually, yeah. My, my, my internet's <clears throat> actually seventy, but I add thirty bucks to make it unlimited because I get I go through terabytes of data. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and used to Xfinity only let you have one terabyte, and I was like, well, geez, I'm going over that every month, you know. Yeah. Because we have I have two almost teenage kids. I got my wife, myself. I'm Xbox. I'm downloading stuff. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Call of Duty comes up with hundred gig downloads every other week. You know, and so. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so I did do yeah, I, so I, I did just to just to put this into perspective. I did a little bit of math 
when we were talking and, and I looked up Netflix subscribers. So this is as of third quarter, 2023. Okay. 77.3 million subscribers. So I did, I, I crunched the numbers a little bit on that and multiplied that by, let's say $20 a, a subscriber, 1.5 billion, yeah. billion dollars. That's it. That's insane. I can't imagine. And I know they have overhead. I know they have, I know they have a lot, a lot, and I know yeah. they have millions of overhead. Okay. So, oh, yeah. but, but still, so you, so one billion dollars. Let's say that you have, I don't know. Let's just let's be really greedy and say that you have four hundred fifty million dollars of overhead. Right. You're still making over five hundred million dollars in profit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just that's insane. That's insane. But anyway, and and they, they say Disney Plus is not doing well because <laughs> I, I don't know. I was in. I was. Right. I was in the theater and they are officially bringing back or well, bringing to theater for the first time soul turning red. And there's a third one that I don't know what it is. And I'm just like, good luck. Cause all those suck. Like, yeah. They just sucked. Like, Probably inside like, out. soul was okay. No, no. See, uh-huh. that's what a guy at work said, but inside out was a major motion. You know, it was major Man. film uh, theater. Yeah, it was years ago too. I didn't inside, like it. Inside out's been out. You didn't, didn't like, like it. I've never seen it. So just to Man. tell you that what it meant to me, I, I didn't even Man. see it, but Man. I did, however, take the deep, dark plunge and turning red. And it was, it was uh, <laughs> as the kids say, it was it very is, cringe. It's very cringe. Well, man, honestly, I know that like puberty is a thing and we mm-hmm. all have to embrace it and understand it. But like, that is not appropriate for little kids. I mean, like it's not, nah. they're, they're talking about girls and their periods and stuff. And it's just not, it's not appropriate for like a six year old, seven year old tampons for the daughter. It was, yes. Just like, I mean, like it, it ought to be like a PG 13 rating. And I'm not one of those guys normally, you know, like I, I'm not, yeah, I'm vulgar and all that. And I don't care what's out there a lot, you know, freedom or whatever, but man, when it comes to like, sexuality stuff or private parts or whatever you want to call it keep the kids out of it you know like yeah. it's just not yeah I, I didn't i didn't care for it and as soon as all that stuff started talking on that turning red maybe i was like what in the world are we watching you know uh, uh oh i know what it was. was it no no i don't know what the third movie was but go ahead what do you think about toy story 5 what about it though there's nothing about it well, Except I mean, for the I know, fact that greenlit it, you know. But I mean, yeah, are you, you okay with them kind of course correcting after four, or do you think they should just leave it lie? Or what do you, what do you, uh, what's your take on that? Well, I'm not a hater of four. Oh, uh, I am. I am. I, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. Uh, well, are you looking at it from positive, uh, youthful, Colin? Or are you looking at it from a realistic point of view? Because I mean, realistically. It was pretty good as far as like Woody had nothing left to do. Like yeah, she clearly didn't care about Woody like Andy did. And that's the sentimental part of it, you know, is that Woody needed to move on. He had an emptiness inside him, you know. And so from that aspect of it, I thought it was pretty grinding. Uh I thought we could have done without the stupid ass Forky. You know, uh, I, I just think that character is absolutely stupid and here, here, what I'd like to see. Well, here's the negative and the positive. The positive is I'll watch any Toy Story they come out with, unless they start putting the agenda and stuff in it, making it all you know, gay and trans and anti-gun and all that kind of crap. Anyway, um, but I will watch it with Buzz Woody in it. I mean, like that's an awesome combo. The sad thing, the negative stuff is we've lost Mr. Potato Head, the actor. Uh, Don Rickles, we've lost Mrs. Potato Head, the actress. I don't know her name right now. Forgive me. But, Estelle Harris. Um, of course, you knew that. Uh, anyway, she's uh, on Seinfeld. We, we've, she's on Seinfeld. How could you forget that? I know, but I don't know her name. She's Mrs. Costanza to me. You know, I, I you know, uh, is her name Estelle on the show too? Might be. I don't remember. I think it might be. Uh, anyway, I, they might have just always called her Mrs. Costanza. Uh, anyway, um, so we've lost some actors and actresses that were great on the movies, but I think it'd be a really cool, cool thing for Andy to come back. I think Tim Allen has requested that they have the Andy storyline back. 
mm-hmm. and he somehow finds the toys or whatever and passes them on to his kids. Yeah. It's 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 doable. It's yeah. doable. Oh yeah. But you have to have some but you have to have some drama in there too though. Man, you have to have a conflict, you know, and Toy well, Story and- 4's <clears throat> conflict was Woody trying to find a purpose, you know. Right. And now you've got now you've got Woody, you know, gallivanting with Bo Peep. So how would they ever bring the band back together? You know, I mean, which again, like you said, they could figure something out. They could figure something I out. Think, but... And you know how we're always better writers than the writers, right? Because we're sitting oh, there yeah. going, Ooh, I would do this. The thing I could come up with quick off the top of my head, you know, I haven't thought about this so much. I did think about it yesterday when I saw the post about Tim Allen requesting Andy be involved again. You could have Woody and Bo Peep doing their, mission trip stuff where they try to find toys a home right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> sorry <laughs> mission trip stuff i love it I uh love it. you know anyway anyway uh <laughs> and then like let's just say that in the middle of a mission trip and or uh what he has to, he's in a you know like a a pawn shop or something and he has to like you know andy's coming he has to freeze right sure and uh let's say let's say andy's in the store and he happens upon woody and then when he finds woody they they make it their you know kind of combo mission unknowingly between the two to find the other toys and let's say that uh what's her name has given the toys up to other yard sales and stuff i mean it would be a cool that could be a cool story i mean obviously it sounds like a, an eight episode like <laughs> saga but but yeah it doesn't have to be you know like right but as long as you can get woody and buzz and slinky and potato and the core yeah. group back together, you know, uh, ham, he's got to be in it, you know, cause that John rats, yeah. he's been in John Ratzenberger. There you go again. Uh, Man, have you seen him lately? Cliff, have you, Cliff on cheers. Have you seen him lately? Oh, Woo. age, no. age is nobody's friend. Well, my gosh. Yeah. I was going to say, dude, he's like 80. I mean, Man. plus he, plus think of all the beer that he drank on cheers. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah. um, but yeah, no, I'm all about some Toy Story Five. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Just make it good, you know. And don't, then, well, don't force. N- no, you're right. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Don't force, like you said, a, 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 a narrative on us and new characters. Don't, don't force new characters either. You know, maybe Forky could get melted but, down. That'd be cool. I just, I know that just uh, melt him, just melt him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know he'll be in it somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't explain him away. I mean, because he was in those shorts, and what the Forky asked a question, which honestly were pretty funny. I thought those were pretty funny, but I never um, even watched him. Didn't even care. Didn't even care to watch him. You well, know? and I like but Tony God. Hale. That's the problem. I like Tony Hale, the guy that voiced him, and it, oh. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to like that character. I mean, like, well, you know, you're it's right. not you're him. Right. He's not acting. He's just doing a voice. I, I don't know. I think I, I, Tony Hale to me is like Veep. I think of, when I think of Tony Hale, I think of Veep, and I just like laugh my butt off because he's so mistreated and horribly, you know, uh, it just, I don't know. See, I, I come from him. I, I come at him more from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, see, I wasn't into that show very much. It kind of really? got so repetitive and yeah yeah no, I, I watched like the first two seasons yeah that was one that i officially quit on you know like i watched huh. like the first two or three seasons and i just was like okay this is the same old same old over and over and over and over again and i was just like okay let's move on you know like yeah. I, and i like i like jason bateman too um um but yeah ozark. so did you uh yeah ozark which they ruined that last season too see so like uh i'm in the process right now of rewatching boardwalk empire and i'm on season four i just started season four and um i just it, my heart is sinking slower and slower or lower and lower i should say because i know the fifth season is such a turd of a season uh <laughs> i don't know why that has to happen with these major major shows that are so important to a lot of people uh how the writers just decide don't have an end in mind and then the show starts to sink a little bit and they rush the ending out you know they're like right. we gotta this is the last season and it's over and game of thrones did that boardwalk empire did that dexter did that um mm-hmm. there's so many like let down uh there's so many let down season finales out there series finales out there very 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 few shows end it well 
you know, I did. I did feel like this latest. I I felt like the the post the epilogue season of Dexter was pretty decent, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess I. There just wasn't. There wasn't the cat and mouse that I was hoping for. No, you know, because Dexter always had that. Is he going to get caught? Dexter always had that cat and mouse. Yeah. Well, well, is he going to get the bad? Is he going to get the bad guy back? You know, is right. it, you know, like the bad guy would get, you know, the villain would get one up on him and then he'd get one up on them. And then the cops would always be that close to catching Dexter. And then Dexter would somehow avert, divert their attention to something, you know, like, you know, I don't know. So we've also been told uh, through uh, news that this is the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Very uh, depressing. Very depressing. It, I mean, it is, but. You know, they're all getting older, and I mean, really, how much, I don't know. I mean, I know that there's just new stuff all the time, but how much How much more could they do, in all honesty, you know? Well, I mean, you say that, but, I mean, it's everyday events and stuff. I mean, you could, the way that he could do it, I, I know he's, he's 75, I think, or something. Like, he's, he's, he's up there, I mean, or getting there anyway, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's extremely uh, stressful on his behalf, you know, like coming up with these ideas and everything, but it's everyday stuff. I mean, like he could just literally observe something and be like, there's an episode right there. I mean, like they have well, episodes yeah, about man. like sitting in a Chinese restaurant on Seinfeld. I mean, for 30 minutes. Yeah, you're and right. It was entertaining as you know what? I mean. Um, well, and you know, and not to, and I'm kind of going back on our thing, but did you see all the um stories coming out about tim allen's onset behavior i don't care anything about i mean i'm not i'm not uh stopping you from talking about it. i'm just saying like that does i don't care you know we're talking about the 90s we're, like it's a different time you know what i mean well, like well you can now, go ahead and say what you've read or whatever according but, you know, to uh what's her name casey uh wilson um, I think is her last name. She was on SNL for a little bit. She played on the Santa Clauses. She played the little girl that said that left soy milk out for him in the original movie, but she's grown up now. But okay. anyway, she yeah. was just talking about how he was very um he he'd he'd call the director over like within earshot of her and say she's stepping all over my lines. And then the director would have to take like two steps over to her and say, you need to stop stepping on Tim's lines. And well, I mean, supposedly he's been, he's been very uh diva ish um, on set, but, but I mean, you know, and I honestly, honestly, I do hate to hear that. Cause I do like Tim Allen a lot. Um, uh, but, the, but what about Tom Cruise and what about uh, walking Phoenix and all these other famous actors that have gone off on set a christian bale i mean yeah they're divas they're, that's what they are i don't care what they do in their job like there's things in your job that you get upset about sure and and <clears throat> it's not always the best thing to go to your manager and be like hey steve's not showing up on time or you know or whatever i get that you can go have that conversation with steve but at the same time there's going to be things that make you uh upset or whatever however you want to word it so yeah. I thought you were going to go about the, like the harassment of like uh, what uh, Pamela Anderson said, like she revealed, he revealed himself to her a couple of times, like walking around the set naked or whatever. Like, I don't give a crap about that either. You know, you could always like go somewhere else or be like, I don't want to see that. I mean, like, it's as simple as that. We're also talking about 1991, 92, you know, like, yeah. shut up. I mean, uh, I'm so sick. <clears throat> I'm so ahead. sick of these. Like, there's now there's accusations coming out about um, who was it recently? Uh, but <clears throat> Ben gosh, Diesel, man. Ben Diesel was one uh, that just came out. Well, I hope he goes down with a ball of flames. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Steven Steven Tyler is getting another accusation oh. thrown at him from like the 70s, dude. I mean, yeah, the I 70s. Get it. I don't get it. Um, I'm telling you, ugly as sin can stand up there with a guitar and a microphone. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Look at them. Steven oh, Tyler, yeah. Mick, uh, Jagger. Mick Jagger. Yeah. I mean, uh, those are the first two that pop in my head. And women look at those guys when they're up there on stage, they're shaking their butts and stuff. And those women are like, he's the hottest dude I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but then, like, if he was just walking through a New York store, they wouldn't look at him twice. No. You're you right. Know? Yeah, you're right. So, anyway, anyway, people are just trying to take advantage of other celebrities. Go ahead. 
Uh, and also, though, too, you know, you mentioned in the uh, allegations and stuff, there was a ruling on uh, O'Kane the Conqueror while, since we've been gone. Bye. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone, buddy. I mean, that is that is going to be – that was this is going to be a breakneck course correction uh, for the Marvel Universe as we know it. Um, oh, he's he's done. And you're right, so What dude, do you do? Uh, do you, do you, you – you can't. I don't think. I don't think you can because they put in his contract that he could not be played by anybody else or something like that. I read. What um, they did? Yeah, that? So, yeah, something like that. It was what was it? it? Oh, I can't remember exactly the stipulation. So it wasn't exactly like like that. There would be some ways around it, I think. But the 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 base of it though is he's the only one that can play Kang. I think. I think. Well, if that's Something true, like that. then I guess I can't really go on with my statement, but I was going to say, what do you do? Do you replace him or do you move on to another character? Because, I mean, Doom is the next obvious choice, right? Well, so I watched a video or I listened to a video on the way home from um, Nashville, and it was, and they were talking about how how maybe Disney is not willing to go straight to Doom yet. Um but then they brought up, you know, like the Secret Wars, and we're it's that we're getting kind of deep for I don't want to get too deep. Um but they were talking about all that and, and you could do that and have like doom be like the big mastermind um, on all that. But no, I don't know. Like man, Thanos was for the whole infinity war saga. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But like a lot of people mentioned re- uh, recasting uh, if it were even possible. And a lot of people threw out, Oh, John Boyega. Have you heard? I mean, you know, Ugh, some people, no. some, I Ugh. heard another one. I heard another one. Denzel Washington as an older Kang. You'd never get him to do it, but that would be kind of cool. I mean, Denzel, I like Denzel. Um, or heck, as far as that's concerned, uh, uh, his his son. Well, what's his name? Like Isaiah. His son or could do like it. That? His son could do it. That might be that yeah, might Mr. be Washington all right. Jr. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, Denzel Jr. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I don't know, but but yeah, I think they're going to have to come up with somebody else. Um, which which then though this this video was talking about too how they've already kind of set up the groundwork though for that because they had him get beat so easily on Quantum Mania, and in Loki he he he's kind of irrelevant now on that too so they were kind of setting themselves up but uh yeah those so. are variants man variants those are variants I mean like there's different forms of him or supposedly there were you know yeah so who's to say that one is not more powerful than another. So I, yeah, I'm, you're right. I'm okay with the, because I mean, like think about the only thing like, and I know the more you watch a film or whatever, you can dissect it further, but think about Thanos. Like when they, <laughs> when they brought him from the past to the current, like when they, when he found that final battle, mm-hmm. my God, he was like unstoppable. Yeah. That's true. You know, but, but I, I don't know anyway. Um, and, but the, I don't know. Thanos, I think that just they absolutely just ruined it with having such a great, great, great story and bad guy right off the bat. Which I say right off the bat, but hell, it took twenty movies. You know, yeah. like I mean, it, it, it. I'm not saying throw Doom right into it. Like that's what they're see. They're they're getting so desperate now with like um, they can't just make like a Spider Man movie. They've got to make an Avengers movie, but they're not given enough movies to build up to that Avengers movie. Right. Like, like we did, like we did, you know, we had what five movies in between each Avengers movie or whatever. Right. Yeah. Something like that. I think, yeah, I think somewhere around there, somewhere, maybe Mm -hmm. more, maybe less, but, uh, but they had a buildup and every Mm -hmm. Avengers movie was in between. You had cut scenes of like what was coming up next. And, uh, this scene was before the end of that movie or this scene was before the, the, you know, and you're like, I wonder what that took place, you know? And it was like a mystery and a fun to talk about. And now it's just like, uh, here's that man. Here's Doctor Strange too. Here's uh, blah, 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 blah. you know like, nobody cares right. anymore. You know it's just that they, well and they spent. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna they, say the, they, just, the, they 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 ruined the, it. They ruined it. Yeah, no, you're right. I agree. I mean, and and I'll tell you, speaking of ruined, and I know we're kind of jumping all over the place here, but I'm gonna go back the whole time I was watching Aquaman. I just kept thinking this is the last time we're gonna see any of these characters, like. Because now that James Gunn's taken well, over, maybe. and I mean, because all the rest of them have been outed. I mean, all of them, except for him, you know. And so this is kind of the everybody's saying it's the last whimper Give of the it time, DCU. Though, because well, that's okay. So 
how is it performing? Do you know? Is it is it flopping? Uh, I don't think great, but I haven't really looked. Well, the it kind of goes back to the Flash, right? I don't think the Flash was really that bad of a movie. I really don't. After no. watching it like a second time, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? And of course, now look, anybody that knows me knows that like my entire superhero fandom, every bit of it, Marvel, whatever, DC, whatever, um, is all based off Batman. You know, um, sure. My love for the Michael Michael Keaton Batman in 1989 was uh, the it was the starting line of everything moving forward to me so that he's the beginning of it all. Um, so to see him back in that role was just emotional magically for, you know, it was magical for me, you know? So with, without him in that movie, it probably would be a crap movie. I, I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him in the movie and the way that he was portrayed in it, the way he does what he does in it. I love, I, I love that part. So sure. it makes the movie bearable. And it makes it like rewatchable for me because I'm like, I know he, here he comes, he's coming, his his parts coming up, you know. Um, but I, I don't think that, that guy plays a very good Flash. I, I don't like his acting. Style. He's really wiry and weird, and he's a weird dude. And yeah, yeah, he's a weird dude. Uh, I better be careful. He might show up in my house and punch me or something. You know, <laughs> he's he's just that weird. But um, yeah. So, but w- I remember watching it and then just telling you like there was no point for that movie. Now, yeah. because of James Gunn resetting the hitting the reset button. I mean, yep. we're literally the next few the next few films we're gonna see is gonna be a new Superman movie mm-hmm. where he's like a teenager slash twenties or whatever he's in. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't age like we do, but anyway, that's the that's the well, goal. Sometimes we're, he does. Uh, uh, okay, that's uh, very but, confusing. But that's a whole nother, it's very yeah, right. Very, it's very confusing. <laughs> But to but to a human, he's going to be like in his teens and twenties or whatever, supposedly, right? That's and then, uh, uh, and then we're going to get a brave and bold Batman, which is like his first couple years as being Batman. And the, you know, so basically, it, it, they're not. Which I'd be fine with that if they just don't do a DCU like a universe like Marvel's trying to do, like a like a uh, what do you call it a a a timeline that like crossover goes with each other. That, like a parallel like that runs together you know like yeah as long as they don't do that i'm fine with all these different reboots of movies and stuff but if they're trying to make a universe like marvel is where everything runs together and works together they're doing a horrible job yeah horrible like i don't care if they make a brave and bold batman i don't care if they make an old batman a young batman a young superman that's fine but don't have them all like cross timelines and stuff it just it's stupid it's stupid let's just have individual films now we don't have to have the mega universe where everything meets together you know we can have a justice league movie and it doesn't have to be anything but a justice league movie yeah right yeah i I mean yeah i think uh, you know but but you do i mean okay so like let's just say they made a movie we'll call it justice league of america you would have to have some sort of build up to who these characters are. Um, you can do that in the movie, Colin. You can do that in the movie. Just have like a quick it could be like a two, 15, 15 minutes of for it, each introduction guy. to everybody. Yes. I mean, you know, uh, think about the Avengers first movie. Yes, we knew all their backgrounds, but like they were meeting each other for the first time in Avengers. The first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're and right. They, yeah, you're right. By the end of it, they came together as an ultimate team. Like, I get where you're coming from. It it wouldn't be bad to have like a uh, uh, Superman movie that leads into Justice League. It wouldn't be bad to have a Batman where the same actors play those guys and the same stories go right. into the Justice League movie. But we don't have to have it. See, Marvel has brainwashed us into thinking that we need those now, but we don't. We can have a we can have a mega team movie where we don't have to have backgrounds and stuff. It it can happen. And I think that's where they're messing up because all the that's when people like you and I more you, but we pick it apart. You know, you're like, Hey, well, how come he doesn't have that scar on his face? Like he did in the first, you you get what I'm saying? Right. Like he got, he got, he got his throat cut or whatever in the first flash movie. And now he doesn't have that scar anymore. We don't have to have that. It can be just a standalone. I don't know. I think it's where they're messing up and Marvel's, and look at look at it. Marvel's fallen in that trap now with the whole Jonathan Majors thing. Now they're like, oh crap, we're trying to tie all these movies together. And now this dude just got fired. 
our plan was to do a thousand movies with this guy. What do we do mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I think the only one so far has been able to do that successfully. Spider-Man, right? I mean, mega successful three movies that don't have to tie into anything. Yeah. Yeah. That can be standalone. You're right. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so just in closing, uh, for our show, do you have any new year's resolutions that you are thinking you're going to try to do this year? Are you trying to, trying to better yourself in any certain way? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to continue the wonderful, uh, charismatic, caring, beautiful personality that I have into the next year. I'm a nice and, and a wonderful person that I can be. I think especially to you. I think that's admirable. I like that a lot. Um, I, uh, more realistically, I am, uh, (laughs) I'm going to try to quit. I'm going to try to quit coughing, but, um, no, I, I, I have, I have decided I'm going to try to be less judgmental. I think, um, I am supremely judgmental. I wish that I wasn't, uh, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to do better. Can you give me an example of something that's not fair to be judgmental? Not super, like not super specific. Uh, well, it, I mean, it doesn't have to be anybody that like people know. I'm just, well, it's just like I, I don't know. I judge people a lot by their clothes and stuff, and like how they carry themselves and stuff like that. Ooh, so you're kind of like snobby, judgmental. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to not be that. But way. you know, okay. So real quick, yeah. I know you're trying to wrap it up. No, it's fine. I want, mm. you, do, do you know the comedian Shane Gillis? No. He's pretty popular right now. Anyway, he does a really good Trump impression, but uh, he's got a Netflix special out that just came out about a month ago or so. I was watching a stand-up of his on YouTube the other day, and he's like, just think about it. He goes, he's like, he's like, I live, he goes, I'm from Pennsylvania where like, you know, everybody's like kind of in the middle or right wing. And he goes, now I live in New York where everybody's like, their common statement is, he's like, I got buddies that just tweet, I'm not racist, you know? And they're like, they, yeah. that's their tweet, you know? And then he goes, he said, saying you're not racist is kind of like saying you're not hungry right now because it's not like a constant thing. He's right. like, you're not racist until that hamburger cuts in front of you on the highway. <laughs> you, get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty good. So like, that hamburger. You like saying it. that you're right. You you saying you're judgmental. Dude, everybody is. It's just we pick and choose when to be right. Cause yeah. everybody's walked past somebody that is in raggedy clothes or even Richie Rich clothes and you've gone like, what a prick, you know? Or yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Everybody's done that. So that's a, I, I commend you for that, but it's also a very vague, like we, we're all that way. You know, that's yeah. not, there was, like I said, I always say it all the time. There's only one perfect human being ever to grace the earth and he's, He's Jesus, you know, so yeah. uh, everybody else, everybody else has our judgmental ways and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, but that's that's a decent one. But good luck with that, because that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, well, I got I got better uh, luck with mine. But, <laughs> <laughs> I've, all, I've already kind of started trying to be less judgmental. And and uh, then we went on that cruise and. Uh, oh, man. It's just it's it's gonna be a hard resolution, man. It's, it's I'm sure you be. see some real classy people on cruises, boy. <laughs> well, well, listen, listen. Without getting into it too much, um, one one observation I made that I thought was really funny <clears throat> is uh, the cruise was probably let's see, there were forty seven hundred people on it. Excuse me. <clears throat> My goodness, I just got cr- the crud in the throat. But anyway, I, I, yeah, I, I've had there's it too. 40, 4, people on this boat. And right, I would say roughly three quarters of them were black. <laughs> I'll just say that. Oh, yeah. And so, which is fine, <laughs> which is fine. But now what I thought was funny about it is that, so our very first stop, we had a sea day and then our very first stop was Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Okay. And so Ben, you would not believe how many of these passengers all of a sudden are just either from Jamaica or huge fans of Jamaica. Because <laughs> when we got off the boat that day, all of them had Jamaica t-shirts, Jamaica colors on their hats, 
you know, the 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 dreadlocks with all the beads with the Jamaican flag on Bob them Marley. <laughs> yes, everybody turns Jamaican when they go to Jamaica. And it's just <laughs> it was just so weird. So I'm thinking, okay, okay, but like, okay. You know, we call them African Americans. So, are you from Jamaica? Or are you from Africa? Let's let's pick a lane here, folks. Please, can we pick a lane? But it's just it's just so funny to me how, like I said, just everybody, every single black person on that cruise was from Jamaica. All of a sudden, I just thought that was funny. I mean, you know, I'm not making a statement on it. I'm just saying I thought it was hilarious. Uh, but anyway, on that, uh, sounds like you're being pretty judgy. No, well, I am. I am. I am. See, that's why I'm, I'm trying to work on it. Uh, I got two days. I got two days from the recording of this. You'll get, well, you'll, you'll I'm get from there. the release. You'll get there. But anyway, all right. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for sticking with us through yet another year of uh, the Ben and Collins show. Um, we are still on, uh, still at Ben and Collins show at gmail.com. And of course, we're still on Facebook. Just uh, drop us a line there. Do people still say that? Drop us a line? That's not a thing anybody says anymore. You just did. So I don't Yeah. <laughs> I, that doesn't mean people say it. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, give us a uh, comment, suggestions, uh, shout out stuff you want us to talk about, whatever. And um, I hope that your all's resolutions go better than I'm expecting mine to. Uh, happy so, holidays i'm glad everybody i hope everybody had a good uh christmas and uh, hopefully new years oh yeah absolutely so i'm gonna play us see, i'm being nice to, i'm being my wonderful self it's already starting see your heart's already growing three Man, sizes bigger it, it it's a christmas miracle <laughs> but anyway i'm gonna play us off to all blank signs so we'll start that and uh we will say i do like your stark industries t-shirt i didn't even notice that's what it was that's all awesome. there you go But uh, anyway, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next year. Bye.